"'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the land Fox News warned its viewers of a dastardly plan. The liberals were launching their war on the season to get rid of Christmas and commit acts of treason, removing decorations out of their sight and telling you that Santa and Jesus ain't white. Environmentalists who will come right after your soul. They hate all things Christmas, especially the coal. They'll sneak in your house all dressed in their flannel and instead give the bad kids some new solar panels. They'll take up all decorations that please us. They'll even go after tiny baby Jesus. Now all these fox lies cause such a frustration. Who would save us all from this misinformation? When live from the net there came lots of chatter. Could it be old Saint Nick, or perhaps someone fatter? Broadcasting from New Orleans down in Louisiana, it was none other than Liberal Dan, coming to save the holiday season, busting through their lies with facts, logic, and reason. But I cannot do it myself, he exclaimed, so he called other groups, each one by name, on Christians, on Muslims, on Wiccans, on Jews, on Hindus and Buddhists, and atheists too. Let us all spread the word and tell them indeed that there's no war on Christmas, just one on greed. So instead of joining this manufactured fight, listen to Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Join the conversation. It's 914-803-4131. It's 914-803-4131. You can, of course, also join us in the chat on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Radio. If you happen to be listening on Blog Talk Radio, that's the best place to listen is, is uh, on YouTube instead. If you're listening after the live broadcast, you can also leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. on the show thread at liberaldan.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan, at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, or, of course, you can leave your comments on YouTube as well. It is the end of 2022, the last episode of Liberal Dan Radio, and we've had a lot of stuff going on this year, so we're going to try and go over as much of it as we can. Of course, last year, the year in review show ended up, I forget which topic we went uh, going long on, but we ended up not being able to talk about much of the year in review and the actual year in review show happened on in January instead of in December. So maybe hopefully we'll, uh, we'll, we'll avoid that and we'll be able to bring in uh, the new year's with a bang, so to speak. Um, Cause uh, let's see, I think uh, we talked a good bit about the uh, recap of uh, 2021 and the first show of the year talked about, the coup, insurrection, treason, the J6ers, et cetera. That was a big focus of the show, obviously, last year. Um, we, we talked a lot about that as well. Um, so that was the first show of the year we did that. Um, yes, Jolie posted in the chat. If you do want to support the show, remember to subscribe, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Um, and also, you can become a Liberal Day and Radio patron. In three days, I am shutting down any more OG slots. So if you don't sign up for any of the remaining, there's a few left, I think, on the minicast ones, and there's a few more on the regular ones. Um, once I shut them down, you're not going to have the opportunity to get the OG shirts, uh, which will be the black with the gold 
on them. And um, as soon as we settle dealing with um, my mother-in-law and, and, and her, you know, health issues that she's dealing with, which is fine, but we've been very busy with that. So we haven't been able to produce those shirts yet for everybody, but we'll be, we'll be getting to that soon. Um, so, I mean, you may also still get shirts, regular shirts, um, but they're not going to be the snazzy black with gold on them. So um, you have until the end of the year to do that. So hop on that if you want. If you uh, can't support the show um, monthly and just want to support me one time, you can force Venmo me on uh, Stuart Friends. And also uh, you can buy me a cider. Click go to liberalband.com, click the buy me a cider button, or go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberalbandradio, and you can buy me a cider there as well. Uh, shouts out to all of the people who have supported uh, Liberal Day and Radio so far on both Buy Me a Cider and um, Patreon. Uh, i got Aaron, Trucker John, Robert Reynolds, uh, Wes, uh, Kimchi have all uh, bought me ciders this year. And uh, on Patreon, Patreon, we have Robert Reynolds, Wes, Bill P., Jolie, uh, Julie Swenson, Aaron West, uh, your boy Chris, Cesar, and Demonox all supporting the show. And of course, Julie Swenson is the first Liberal Day and Radio producer. Thank you for all of, thank you especially for uh, supporting the show financially. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate every single one of you for helping this show grow from what it was at the beginning of the year to what it is now. So um, y'all have made this so much better. And I appreciate every one of you who come in every week uh, supporting the show, uh, having fun with me, um, helping me debate uh, the folks on the right um, when when they're bringing on their ridiculousness that you know last week was interesting. I mean we might do we might, we might have Gibson Media on again. I'm just I did miss the uh, the anti-Semitism count for one of them, which I'm surprised because I usually don't miss those. But I think I was trying to think of a rebuttal for something else that he said. But anyway, thank everybody um, who comes in. You know, got Trucker John, Jeff Curry, Kinky Streets. Uh, Joey, Aaron, the Mod Squad, uh, Wes. Um, who else am I missing? Uh, we got uh, Agnes Gary in the chat. Thank you. I'm sure others will come by. Patty Wack, thank you uh, for joining us as well today. Um, you know, I'm hoping for bigger and better things. I haven't hit my thousand subscriber mark yet, but maybe we'll do that. Maybe that'll be something we get done in 2023. Um, so let's see, January 12th. <laughs> Wasn't that, wasn't that, I guess, I'm not going to say it wasn't an interesting show, but it wasn't very a planned show because we did open lines that show. Um, one, of the, one of the best episodes of January um, was a show about charitable bail funds, and I was discussing the topic with uh, Ken Good, who is a Texas bail attorney and a member of the Professional Bondsmen of Texas. Um, it was an interesting show because he was clearly against uh, these moves to move to cash bail. Um, and, and unfortunately, I think there's a lot of sheriffs out there uh, who have been misleading the public about what, what cash bail does or the elimination of cash bail does. Um, they think it just lets everybody go free. free. But the, the point of eliminating cash bail is that we're trying to make it so that just because you're wealthy, it doesn't mean you get to get out of jail if you're, committing a, if you're accused of committing a crime that is one like, you know, murder or rape, et cetera. So getting rid of cash bail is supposed to, you know, do those things. Now, if you let somebody out who like stole a candy bar from a store and then that person goes and kills somebody, you know, the, the, the tractors are going to say, oh, well, if he would have been in jail, that wouldn't have happened. But you can't know 
you can't just assume that somebody who was who was accused of stealing a candy bar is just going to go ahead and murder somebody. You can't assume that at all. There's no causal effect between stealing a candy bar and murder. So it was interesting to hear uh, his other side of the, his side of it. But I have a feeling that a lot of the people that are opposed to the elimination of cash bail um, are probably, you know, sheriffs who are politically elected, who are funded by lots of bail bondsmen who would go out of business if you eliminated bail. If you either you got to get released on your own recognizance or you went to jail and that's the only options, you had no bail option. What 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 you going to do? I mean, there's there's no purpose for bail bondsmen anymore, so therefore that entire industry goes away, and maybe that's a good thing. Um, you know, some people might disagree, but that's why we have the show to have the debates, to have the discussions, and to discuss this. I love you too, Wes. Thank you. Um, and pardon my cough, I'm dealing with the tail end again of being sick. Uh, I didn't stream on Twitch yesterday uh, because I just felt like a truck hit me um i couldn't even deal with just preparing the preparing a stream or being talkative now i'm okay like i I, i'm not as worn i'm not as run down as i was yesterday but i still have now the cough that's going to probably last for months so if you see me taking sips or whatever of both um or taking some cough drops or drinking my giant muggo tea um, yeah, that's why, because I, uh, I'm trying to keep the throat from being sore and the, uh, trying to fight whatever's left of this stupid thing. So, and I guess, you know, Hal feels my pain because I called in the Hal show earlier today and it was nice to talk to him as well. So let's see, February, um, February was the, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we talked about conservative hypocrisy and censorship, um, um, talking about uh, different ways that conservatives try to censor topics while hypocritically complaining about what they deem as censorship. And this, this comes back, uh, this came back full swing with Elon Musk's buying of Twitter um, because he supposedly was a free speech absolutist, but we'll get to more of that in a second. Um, hint, hint on who the hypocrite of the year is. Um, so if you're a liberal Dan Reno patron, you would have, you could have found out about 15 minutes ago, 15 minutes early, who the hypocrite of the year was before the show started. Um, of course, we uh, we um, next we're still talking about COVID misinformation. COVID's still a thing. You know, people are still getting COVID. People are still dying of COVID. Uh, obviously, it's less because enough people have gotten vaccinated to make it less serious. But you know, there are lots of claims or stupid claims are still being made. People are still arguing that you know, Fauci lied and people died or whatever, when, or Fauci should follow the science when Fauci did follow the science. And um, they, they like to point to his email where the email says uh, that he doesn't believe that people in general should be masking, but, and they ignore the other part of the email. Because in that email, he talked about like the N95 masking. And he, he basically wanted to make sure that the first responders had the N95 masks to protect themselves. So if they're in those critical situations, that they are more protected by having a well-fitted N95 mask over their face. But he did say also in an email that there is there could be some efficacy in keeping uh, the virus from spreading by wearing a cloth face mask. And but he didn't give that yet because he said, look, 
You know, we don't have enough information. We then gained information showing that wearing a cloth mask did help to prevent the spread of the disease to other people. And as such, the, uh, the, the uh, science didn't change, but the science was updated uh, to, um, to match the new facts. And that's what uh, conservatives just seem to want to politicize science when it changes. Um, like when, it, when, when you know, the, the advice changes based off of new information, that's not them lying. That's not them being, you know, in an F, that's them doing their jobs. You know, Newton for a while, I always use this one, Newton's theory of gravity uh, it was, is correct. And it's still correct today for most things. You use Newton's equations for gravity on most things, and you get the answer for most things. But there are some things that are so large that Newton's theory doesn't quite add up. So Einstein's general theory of relativity filled in the gaps and, and was more correct on more things, but it doesn't handle the very small. It doesn't handle quantum gravity. So just because... Uh, what we thought day one, you know, is incomplete. That doesn't necessarily make it wrong. It can be wrong, but it doesn't make it wrong. So that's the constant fight. And I've kind of reworded uh, my, my wording. I used to say that uh, we all get it. You, you had to cheat to pass uh, high school science. Um, and so I think the, the option, the words I'm using now is you chose to skip high school science. I think that's the, that's the uh, wording I'm going with now to make it less ableist, I guess. Robert Reynolds, again, gave you a shout-out earlier. Thank you for joining and Thank you for supporting the show. Kenneth Otto, thank you for having me on your show. Then, again, if you go to my website, uh, support these creators, there's links, including a link to Kenneth's, uh, Kenneth's links. I may have to update yours, one of yours, Ken. So, um, you know, just remind me to do that. I'll get that done. Ken Chi, I also gave a shout-out to you as well. Um, thank you as well. Hello, Carl. Hello, Teresa. If I said hello to you twice, well, then you just two hellos. Hey, hey. Um, and then what may very well have been the biggest show of the year, um, it, it was, uh, February 16th. Uh, that was when I first had Hal Sparks on my show. And I think I might have told the story to some, um, to, and you may have heard this one already, but I, was having just my mind was blown because I had another author on my show previously through the agent and the agent's like, Hey, you know, you've had this person on your show before. Um, would you, would you consider having Hal Sparks on your show? And I'm like, what? Absolutely. I mean, cause I loved Hal Sparks on Talk Soup. I, I, I loved his stand-up shows. Like I was like, Oh, I was so like, this is awesome. I was like, and I was having a hard time believing that it was actually true. And I was also, because I'd been kicked in the gut so many times during this pandemic and, and not just pandemic wise, but many different things, many different ways during, 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 since January, 2020, where I've just felt just like I get excited about something. And then from just me starting this job that I had doing the freelance work, and making a good amount of money and then COVID hitting and then that goes away um, to just for friends betrayal and everything. I was like, this is, this is either 
he's either kidding me or I don't know why he, I, the only reason I felt thought, felt that he, or believed him was because he had already given me another guess. So I was like, okay, um, something else is going to go wrong. I'm going to lose power. I'm going to lose Cox internet. Cause at the time I still had Cox internet. I'm going to have some other issue that's going to pop up. That's going to make it so that this doesn't happen. And he calls in the show and he's scheduled to come on for like an hour from 8.30 to 9.30. And then we wind up going a full three hours. And I, as soon as the show ended, I like, I cried because I was just like, I couldn't believe that the show went so well, that it went so well. And that he, you know, laughed at one of my jokes too, which, which felt good as well. So um, that was, that was, uh, that was a really great show. And it helped me and helped introduce me to, most of you great people who are currently in the chat as well. So um, having Hal on the show was great in that, you know, it did boost my subscribership a good bit, but in, re- in reality, it was great because I got to meet all of y'all, some of you in person, and hopefully maybe in 2023, I'll get to meet more of you in person as well. Um, it was great meeting Kaz, great meeting Aaron, um, and hoping more, you know, will more of that will happen as well. Um, Hal's been really busy. I understand that Hal's been really busy. I would love to have him back on the show, but you know, sometimes when you're when you're when you're a famous person and you start you know getting back into the swing of things, sometimes you just can't do everything that you want to do. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, we also had the invasion of Ukraine. Ukraine. Um, so talking about how, you know, Trump has always been a Russian stooge and everybody was like, oh, well, Putin didn't invade Ukraine while Trump was president. Well, yeah, because Putin didn't need to attack you, invade Ukraine when Trump was president because Putin got all sorts of world global power during the Trump presidency. Trump did his best to weaken NATO. Trump ceded power to Putin in the Middle East. You know, Putin was didn't have to expend any resources to gain world power and then biden comes in and he's like i'm then he knew that biden wasn't going to take any of, of the crap that trump was willing to take uh because trump was a russian stooge and so he had to flex his muscle other ways so he invaded more of ukraine and it's uh you know and this is still going on and there's a, the, the biggest thing about this is like the the, the absolute craziness that is going on with conservatism who used to hate Putin. Like, do you remember when, when there was that live mic, the hot mic issue when Obama was like, as soon as the election's over, I'll be able to deal with, uh, deal with y'all, you know, more easily. Everyone's like, Oh, Obama's just, you know, gonna, gonna give Putin whatever he wants. Now the conservatives want to give Putin whatever he wants. They're like, well, let's just let him have what he took. And I'm like, you can't, you can't let him have what he took because then he's going to take more because you don't give in to bullies because they'll continue to bully. Um, it's as simple as that. Um, this year has been, you know, many, many really busy for a lot of times. Um, so there were some times where I just uh, phoned it in, so to speak. And I see you caller on the line. Hold on. Um, who is that on the line? Put, put your name in the chat if you haven't done so already uh, for who's calling in. I don't know, is that Wes? Wes, is that you on the, on the, on the phone? Um, just let me know. 
and uh, we'll, we'll come on in a second. Um, so sometimes this year I, I just had open lines and we just randomly talked about stuff. And, you know, I can talk for an hour or more, especially depending on the news that's going on uh, in, in, in the world, in the country, et cetera. Um, so let's see. Um, I was discussing the Russian war wrote Ukraine, election rules and COVID. Uh, so we were discussing a whole bunch of that as well. Elections, again, the whole, uh, this is a fraud, this is terrible. You know, of course, conservatives, um, The uh, where's the uh, freaking clip? That uh, It's not that, is it? No, it's not that. Um, uh, there it is. We don't care about evidence. Yeah, the um, one of my favorites, Cash Money, over on uh, – Jeff Carrere show on 9:90 a.m. Um, you know he gets gets a lot of good lines in, and that's that's one of them. That that's just perfect. Just we don't care about evidence. So um, I welcome back in in March. I welcome back Evie Winters on the show. Uh, Evie Winters, uh, you know, on that show we talked about Kataji Brown Jackson. Um, more on the terrorist war against uh, Ukraine by Russia. And we talked uh, about to Evie Winters, about, you know, this historic win by Leah Thomas, uh, other issues pertaining to her experiences as a, tr- as a trans woman, um, some other light- lighthearted topics as well, probably about her love of pickles and, and hot sauce and stuff like that. So, hey, Andrea, thank you for joining. Um, hey, Benny Loco, Bill, Crimson. Let's see if I missed anybody. I don't think I've missed anybody else who's joined since. Um, but yeah, so um, I hope to have Evie on. I'm sure I will have Evie on again at some point in this year. Um, she's had a wonderful time since her transition. There's, she has websites and blogs and Facebook pages that you definitely should um, be following um, if you haven't done so already. If you're interested in learning more about the experience of somebody who has transitioned, somebody who is very knowledgeable clearly about uh, many issues, not just uh, I think she has a degree in political science as well as as, as well as being um, somebody who also does tech, IT work. Uh, she's she's an amazing person and um, she's funny, uh, really funny, great sense of humor, and um, was in a very very dark place early on in her life, and has been able to um, has been able to move that and move into a more positive space to the point where. Sometimes she doesn't even know what to do with herself. And she goes over and she's so open and honest with everything about it because I think she feels it's important for everyone else who might be going through her struggles that it can and does get better. Um, and, and this is just an example of how. So um, if you haven't um, been to uh, Evie Winters, uh, if you search Evie Winters, you'll find her page. Um, Evie Winters, I think, writer and something. Um, forget off the top of my head what her page is. And she has other groups as well. Um, like you might want to learn more about trans people or something. <clears throat> Excuse me. So again, let me take some more tea. Thank you. Um, and of course, we had uh, House Sparks back on in uh, March 30th, uh, 2022. Um, again, I think I think that show I may have done one of my Chopper City uh, ads. Um, I don't know if that was Chopper City 2 or Chopper City 3. I've had fun uh, with those Chopper City ones. I might have to play some uh, during the course of the show. Let's go ahead and play the first one 
as well. So I can take another drink real quick. Uh, this is the first one that took place right after the, uh, they held the first Sturgis during COVID-19. Dog down here in Liberal Bands Chopper City, we got some steals on Harley Davidson's today. Turns out holding Sturgis wasn't that bright of an idea. But while festival goers pass away, we're passing on the savings to you. All our Harleys come freshly sanitized for your riding comfort. And while supplies last, we're throwing in some antibacterial gel and a 12-pack of two-ply, just in case the stores run out again. So come on down to Liberal Bands Chopper City and get you a hog today. Liberal Bands Chopper City is a fictional establishment, and we don't know what the death toll of Sturgis will be. Then we'll go ahead and play the uh, next two in a little bit. But no, Wes, I did not forget about you. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring uh, Wes on for a second. If Wes wants to sing happy birthday to Andrea as live on the air, you, you, this is your shot to do so because you do have some good pipes, Wes. So, so go ahead. Ready? Wes. Everybody sing yeah. with me. All right. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to, to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. And we love you, Andrea. Yes. We all love Andrea. Thank you so much. Yes. Anything else you want to talk about? Not really. There are three people watching right now who have not hit the fucking thumb button. Come on. Why are they so greedy? I have <laughs> yeah. an idea. It's probably Erin West. She, she <laughs> is so mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, Erin's terrible, isn't she? No, I love Erin yeah, very much. Sure and Jolie and I'm, both of the mod squads. Uh, thank you, Wes. Thank you for calling in, and thank you for your constant support for the show. I appreciate you. Uh, hit one if you want to You're come welcome. back on and say anything else. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, somebody said I don't know why um, they have so much, like, why people have so much hate in their hearts for trans folk. I don't understand it either. Um, it's It doesn't make any sense to me, especially for people that are supposed to love everybody. You know, a lot of people say that Jesus Christ taught love. I mean, I'm Jewish, so I didn't practice that. But that's a lot of the things that, that they'll say. But in reality, they just have such hatred in their hearts for people, you know, and, and you know, they want to say, oh, these are, they're, they're grooming kids. No, they're not grooming kids. If anything, the, the people that are grooming kids are the people like the Matt Gates of the world. Um, we've seen the pictures of him with the people and the youngins and everything like that. Ugh. Anyway, so... Yeah, I, I just can't stand. I can't abide by that. It, it really pisses me off. I mean, even if I didn't have family members who were trans, even if I didn't have friends that were trans, I, it still just it pisses me off. I don't understand why people have to be so terrible. Again, it takes zero effort. At least for me, it takes zero effort to be kind. It takes effort to be mean. Now, maybe for those people, maybe their natural settings are just mean, and that's why it takes effort for them to be nice. But I just don't understand how that is. I don't understand how how people can be like that uh, because it's just it's horrible. It's deplorable. Hillary Clinton was right. Half of the half of the people who are Trump supporters um, are uh, are would go fit in the, are bas- in the basket of deplorables. Let's see. Only people grooming kids are the right wing nut jobs. Yep. Trying to see 
missing. I'm missing one comment in there. I don't know. Anyway, so in April, um, we went into inside the disturbed mind of an un, unhinged conservative. Uh, that that is when we had a, a cash money. Uh, when when I played a we don't care clip. about evidence. What was that? We don't care about evidence. Thank you, Cash Money. I think I have a bigger one as well. Uh, one of his clips. Let's go ahead and play that. Let's go ahead and play that. All right. Comment to uh, the Dan. You know, yes. uh, his attitude. He's always trying to quote stats and beat up the system. You know, we're talking about elections. We all know there's more than 100,000 non-voters on the rolls throughout the country. It's not just down there in New Orleans. Let's shut down the country mid-October and for a week and re-register every single legal American voter in America. Re-register. Don't tell me we can't. We can do anything we want. We don't need time. And your regular patron, um, your caller, you know, who calls in all Mondays, um, I'm blanking. Chad Rogers, our ringside all-star Chad. You know, he rubs me wrong. He's always, I feel like he's trying to slightly beat up on Trump to say that he didn't have enough stamina to defend against all the options that are out there. And he shouldn't. The documents are evidence against the 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 treasonous pigs he took evidence he's allowed to have that evidence he knew exactly what he was keeping and he needs that for his future cases against the fbi against the clintons against people we need to re-register every voter we need to hear what we actually think we need our intentions to deliver and we don't need time to continually happening 20 20 months in we're gonna we're gonna withstand this for 28 more months no this needs to end today. This needs to end this year. We need to do something as a people immediately, as one, together. I don't care how, but we know our attitudes. Everybody in the country is on the same page. All 3,000-plus counties plus parishes, they shut the country down for a week to re-register every voter in America. Don't tell me we can't. We already know there's so many cheats on the board. Something has to be done now. And, Jesse, I appreciate your passion, son. You keep preaching to us. That's all I got, Jeff. Yeah, this is the guy that wanted to uh, put Mark Zuckerberg up on trial for treason and then seize Facebook and use Facebook's voting mechanisms to have polls every day where the American people can chime in on what they want to do. So then the politicians have to listen to us and what we want to have done. I'm like, wait, so um, voting by mail is somehow rife, rife with fraud, supposedly, though, even though it's not. And y'all want to do electronic voting? Like, are you serious? Like, this guy is completely wackadoodle. See, but anyway, haven't you heard, Dan? Apparently people think it's cool to be an a-hole. Being cruel is a new thing to do. I wish these cruel people had to spend their eternity watching their cruelty. See, they'd probably love to watch the cruelty. That, that would be that would be heaven for them. That wouldn't be hell. Um, but yeah, Abbott, Greg, you know, Governor Abbott, Governor uh, DeSantis, uh, those people using taxpayer dollars to ship uh, people to blue states as to, to own the libs. You know, especially in in the cold, dropping off people in. Uh, Vice President Harris's, you know, a doorstep when it's freaking freezing cold outside. Like, if any of those people died because of hypothermia, I would think that they should arrest. They would. They should have arrested him and tried him for murder. I mean, they, because that's. I think he would be guilty of it. 
for at least aiding and abetting a murder. Uh, I think that people need. I think that people who run these bus companies should have said no. I think any. any I think we need to do a. Uh, I think we need to look into every single bus company that did the work for DeSantis and for for Abbott uh, in shipping these folks from red from Texas to all these other blue states. I think that they need to. We need to put these companies on blast and make sure that it's known that these are the companies that did Abbott's dirty work, that did DeSantis's dirty work, and you should not do business with them. Make them famous, make them infamous for what they've done, for how they've mistreated uh, folks who are seeking asylum in this country. Um, folks, you know, and and here's the here's the crazy thing about it. Like at the end of the day. You know, I think they're wrong. They're acting extra constitutionally. I don't think they have the power to do that. I think they've usurped power that they don't have, and there should be some sort of way to put them up on charges. I think the Justice Department should go after each and every one of those people for doing that because enforcement of border policy and immigration is a job of the federal government. Therefore, it's not a power retained by the states and people via the Tenth Amendment as such. There should be charges that should be levied against anybody involved, up to including and including the governors of these states. And I'm sure, I am sure that if Jeff Landry in Louisiana wins the governorship next the next time, I think next year, I'm pretty sure that he would jump on board and do the same thing because he's a little follower like all the rest of them, and they, he loves Trump. Um, but even with all the, the negativity of it, I almost want to say, all right, do it. Let's bring every single migrant, every single person who crosses that border, let's bring them all to blue states. Let's bring every single one to a blue state so that in 2030, when the census is done and we're, we have to count everybody, including resident aliens who are non-citizens, we have to count every – we even have to count people who are here in violation of our border policies. We have to count everybody. So – let them all come to the blue states. I welcome it because then those blue states will gain many more congressional seats on reapportionment. And guess what? We'll take back Congress easily. So, yeah, let, let us have them. Let us do the part of, that's played by the Statue of Liberty when it says, give us your tired, your poor, your hungry, wretched refuse from your teeming shores yearning to be free. Welcome them in the blue states because the blue states are going are gonna, to completely dominate Congress at that point because they'll just have so many more people and the Republicans will be like, oops, we don't miss mess up with this one. We should have kept them in our, because that's how these people keep power. Like Mr. You lie. I forget his name from Texas who shouted out you lie at Obama during his uh, speech about the affordable care act. Uh, he, his district was like 40% uh, resident alien, like non-citizen. That's how he was able to win his district because 40% of it was, were people who were not citizens, so they didn't have to draw in many conservatives to, make, to get a majority of the district. That's how you win. I mean, he, he, only, he went only at that point 21% of the population voting for him. And that doesn't even count. So 21% of the population, that, that doesn't even count. Um, no, I'm sorry, 31% of the population. My math is bad. 31% of the population, assuming everybody can vote, which is not true because you have a good portion of that, maybe a, a third, who 
is not even 18, not even voted. So it probably is 20%. Probably only at that point only needed 20, 21% of the population in order to keep winning elections because they draw those maps. I, last year, uh, pr- previous year, I had uh, people who made the game Map Maker. It's a game that discusses gerrymandering. Uh, we had them on the podcast, and, and I had suggested a variant of the game where you throw in a third you throw in a third color, and that third color are people who are not voters. So you can try and capture those people into the districts. And so it doesn't count. You know, it doesn't count towards the overall votes, but it counts as, as a as a sector or whatever. So it helps it can you you can use those to help draw people in or draw people out. Gerrymandering is terrible. Um do 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 do. Just give me two minutes behind Abbott with a tube of super glue. <laughs> Crimson the Abbott should be removed because of abuse of power, charge of gross negligence. I think it's more. I think it's malfeasance. I don't even think it's. I don't think. I don't even think it's gross negligence. I think it's malfeasance. Um, it's crazy. Um, let's see. We discussed taxes on the show. I had a doozy of an issue with taxes. I was all ready for a rant a few weeks back on taxes because H and R Block last year included the the paperwork for you to be able to deal with your 401k um, loans that you took um, because of COVID. Uh, you could spread out the the loss or, whatever, or, or the income over three years and then pay it back at the end of the three years or whatever. So um, the first year they did it as part of their package overall, and then you just had to mail in your taxes, which is fine. The second year, they didn't have that as part of the process. You had to pay an additional 100 bucks just to get it done. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pay the 100 bucks. I'm not, I'm not going to pay the 100 bucks. I'm just going to pay the normal amount, and then I can do the paperwork myself because it's easy, and then adjust the 1040 by myself, and I mailed it all in. And then I'm waiting, and I'm waiting because the IRS is understaffed, underfunded. The IRS doesn't have enough people. In it. That's why they want to hire 87,000 people over 10 years. And it's not just agents like the conservatives say. It's people who work in the back to process your taxes, people who work in IT it, 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 to eliminate attrition, you know, deal with attrition as people retire to replace them as well. They don't want to do that because of, I even got Jeff Cruer in the morning to say that if if these 87,000 people were done to make sure that people got their taxes processed, more quickly that he would be supportive of it. I was like, okay, well, at least I got you somewhere. At least I got you some some way along the way. But yeah, I got this letter in the mail saying we, uh, you know, that they said that my my tax after like six months, they said that my taxes were incorrect. I wasn't getting back a thirty three hundred dollar refund. I was getting back a three hundred dollar refund, and I was pissed off. And so I called in. The person on the on the phone was terrible. I had to I had to write in anything. I sent everything in by mail, made my case. Uh, two months later, they're like, "We need sixty more days to process this," and I'm like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" And I was all already the next day to rant about it on my podcast. And then the next day, I get the letter: "Hey, you're getting your money that you thought you were supposed to get. We're sorry." So they apparently the sixty days that need was only one day. And then that day, I looked at my bank account. And I was like, "Oh look, I got paid." So I got my money back plus interest. 
So I guess I earned a little money on that. I don't know if I have to pay. I guess I have to pay taxes on the interest. I don't know. It's weird. Um, <laughs> kimchi malfeasance, skullduggery, I tell you. Shenanigans even. No shenanigans. Not, well, no shenanigans at all. Um, they want to drown government in a bathtub. Only true things ever said by a repuke. Yeah. Um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Trying to see what else. To do. Andrea said hello. Julie's here. Hey, Julie. Thank you for joining. Again, first Liberal Day Radio producer, Julie. Um, then, of course, on the uh, April 20th episode uh, that we discussed about legalizing the marijuana and how I thought that the judge that ruled in Trump's case about you know, that, that he should have a, uh, a special advocate or whatever that position was that ultimately got rid of that would be able to look at the non-classified documents to determine whether or not the Justice Department should get to look at them, which is ridiculous and stupid. Um, and, of course, the, the ruling eventually that overturned her ruling was basically from a Republican. It's like this person had no idea what they were talking about. Um, again, just more part of the coup, more coup. From Trump because he got to name like 300 plus um, judges during his tenure. Like he, he they named a ridiculous amount of judges and stacking the courts, hoping to be able to continue his coup. Of course, at the end of April, we also had a House Sparks on the show again, which is fun. Um, this might be the one where I might have played one of the Chopper City ones. Let's go ahead and play Chopper City ad number two. Weird doggy, Liberal Man Chopper City is back, and we had such a large surplus of choppers after two years of sturdy during COVID, it was dragging our prices down to insane levels. So we took a cue from Big Oil. We scrapped and melted down half of them to artificially reduce supply, increasing our bottom line. And in light of Dobbs v. Jackson, we're turning them into wire hangers. So with every chopper you buy, you get a 12-pack of hangers absolutely free. Share them with your friends, especially in the red states. Liberal Man Chopper City is a fictional establishment. Do not use wire hangers for health care. And of course, that was after uh, the Dobbs v. Jackson ruling, um, which, of course, was terrible. And uh, I think that might have been the one that Hal laughed at. I don't know. It, it may have been that one or the next one. Um, yeah, of course, the, the Dobbs v. Jackson. So it might have been the next month because I think it was, let's see. Do, 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 do. No, I don't know when. Maybe it was June when it was leaked. I think it was June when it was leaked. Um, oh no, we we uh, on May fourth we discussed the, the the impending doom pertaining to the draft ruling. So it was May. Um, we discussed student loan debt. That one that back in May, discussing the the initial uh, initially the Musk purchase of Twitter. Um, um, the Musk Musk Musk's purchase of Twitter. And, and this, I think this is the case where we should go ahead and play this year's Hypocrite of the Year. The 2022 Liberal Day and Radio Hypocrite of the Year is Elon Musk. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell looked to be a shoe in early on, but with Musk buying Twitter, his hypocrisy has risen as quickly as Tesla's stock has fallen. With Musk constantly violating his absolutist stance on free speech, I'm feeling bullish on Musk retaining the title in 2023. To find out who the hypocrite of the week is each week, listen to Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central at Liberal Day and Radio on YouTube or blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal Day. And there you go, Elon Musk. 
Liberal Dan Radio's Hypocrite of the Year. Again, if you want to find out early most weeks who the Hypocrite of the Week is, you can always tune in, become a Liberal Dan Radio patron to support the show. I do post some of the bits there semi-frequently, depending on how busy I am that week and how, uh, how, uh, how early I get to get to do um, the hypocrites and the other bits that I produce for the show. Um, so, yes, we had the draft ruling by Alito. Um, I remember, I don't know if it was during the discussion of the draft or if it was during, because the, the, I did a live discussion on the draft ruling and I also did a live coverage of the, when the ultimate ruling was released. And um, I believe, you know, and part of the, part of the problem with, I guess, with, with the ruling was that Alito kept on talking about how um, abortion is not written in the constitution. So therefore it's not something, it's not something that can be said as a right, but of course, according to the ninth amendment, the enumeration in the constitution of certain rights should not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people, i.e., Rights do not have to be enumerated in the Constitution in order for them to be rights that are protected by the Constitution. And for Alito to say repeatedly what he said uh, showed that he clearly have, has ignored the, the Ninth Amendment, uh, the amendment that I call the redheaded stepchild of the constitutional amendments. Um, and one of the best things that I, that I loved about the conversation about um, – about Alito's ruling was the point where I basically said, um, this ruling is so bad. I would not be surprised if Alito wrote the ruling, uh, Lily Ledbetter versus Goodyear tire. And also the, the rules, the ruling in Salinas, Salinas versus Texas. And I went and I didn't know who was the person who drafted the majority opinion in both of those cases. And I was right in both cases. And I was like, this is crazy how I was able to just guess because those two rulings were terrible. The Lily Ledbetter, again, to remind everybody, Lily Ledbetter versus Goodyear Tire, she determined that she was being underpaid based off this information that she learned well after the fact. Uh, the Supreme Court, even though there was current judicial precedent that said that the clock can start, start ticking when you find out, um, and that's what one of the things that Ginsburg noted in her that Ginsburg noted in her um, dissent was that previous cases where they did allow people to charge uh, to, to, to make payroll claims or violations of the of payroll laws uh, after the fact, because they, they couldn't possibly know basically Lily Ledbetter versus Goodyear tire required that in order for you to make a claim of, of, of pay discrimination, you would have to be psychic and you would have to know immediately when you got paid a wage and therefore you couldn't go back in time. The first time you got paid a discriminatory wage is when the clock starts ticking. Not each time you got paid a discriminatory wage, like each, each paycheck wasn't an, it wasn't a new discriminatory act, which I think they should be, which caused, which the Lily Ledbetter versus Goodyear tire ruling caused the Barack Obama administration and the Democratic control of Congress at the time to draft and write and pass the Lily Ledbetter Fair Pay Act, which fixed the Lily Ledbetter versus Goodyear Tire ruling because it changed the laws so that no this, this ruling was no longer in effect. Um, Salinas v. Texas also required some sort of, um, I don't know, I don't know if it's precognition or what, uh, but basically in the Miranda 
uh, ruling, it was ruled that a person who is under arrest is assumed to not be knowledgeable of their constitutional rights. So therefore, you have to explain them to them, including the right to remain silent, the right to an attorney, etc. And you therefore had to read or read the Miranda rights or Mirandize the individual who was under arrest. Salinas v. Texas basically said that um, if you're not under arrest, you don't have to be read your rights. So therefore, if you choose to remain silent, but don't invoke the Fifth Amendment right to remain silent, that your silence could be used against you in a court of law, which basically said that in order for you to, to utilize, if you're not under arrest, in order for you to utilize your Fifth Amendment right to remain silent, you have to speak. Or you have to somehow communicate that you are using your right to remain silent. That, and this person was being asked questions about a murder, and uh, at some point he chose to stop answering questions. And they used that silence against him, and he lost. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, that he, I'm, I, I could probably find other rulings and guess, oh, that other harbor ruling, that was probably Alito too, and it probably was, um, just because he writes horrible rulings. And it's come to, come to find out that you know, there are people who spend tons of money to um, support, like, the, the Supreme Court Foundation or something, which upholds the history of the Supreme Court. And by donating money to the Supreme Court, these people have access uh, to the justices or whatever, and, and they ended up getting information about rulings before they happened or whatever, like, you know, Hobby Lobby. The Hobby Lobby ruling, I think, was, was, le- was leaked out uh, to the people before it ever came out or and these people were, were having the opportunities to, to lobby uh, the Supreme Court justices who were conservative to make sure that they ruled in a way that was uh, supported by these fundamentalist extremist right-wing zealots. Uh, this is why we have a Christo-fascist extremist conservative court right now. Because these people are, are beholden to and are willing to pass, make rulings that will uphold a Christo-fascist society. So... Let's see, Patty Wack, I had a lawyer tell me you should never talk to the cops or the lawyer. I had my mom tell me that. My mom told me if a cop ever wants to talk to you about anything, you ask to talk to me or you ask to speak to a lawyer. And then I've said that repeatedly on the show. It is not your job to make the policeman's life any easier. It's not your job to tell them anything. Just because if, if, if you tell them something, you always want to have a lawyer present, regardless of whether or not you were involved. If you you could know that you weren't involved with anything, and it could be flipped around against you. There are so many people in jail uh, who have been later re- released from jail from the Innocence Project simply because overzealous prosecutors uh, wanted to wanted to have the win, and the win was more important than justice. So yeah, don't talk to cops about cases. Like no, just don't. You don't have to make their job any easier for them. I mean, I guess if you're a victim of a crime, then yes, yeah, sure, but you know, exceptions to every rule. Like if you're giving a statement to the police officer, you should still probably have an attorney with you just in case. Um, let's see. We were discussing some flaws in capitalism, but don't remember what those flaws were at the time. <laughs> back in May. Um, 
Again, we also had Hal Sparks on the show as well. And let's go ahead and play the third Chopper City one. And hopefully soon we'll come up with a, a fourth Chopper City ad. Uh, maybe as soon as my, uh, I stop being as nasally as I am. Well, doggy, Liberal Dan Chopper City is back with a brand new deal on Harley Davidson's for you. In light of the FBI getting a search warrant to seize boxes of documents that Donald Trump had stored in Mar-a-Lago, Liberal Dan Chopper City is having a brand new special. Every chopper will come with a coupon for 12 pounds of butter, and that coupon will be emailed directly to you. We're calling it our Butter Email Special. Liberal Dan Chopper City is a fictional establishment, and you should have voted for Hillary Clinton. And if you notice the theme, apparently Liberal Day and Radio's Chopper City is going to be uh, giving away 12 packs of things or 12, 12 things. Uh, maybe I should have done one for the Christmas season and uh, um, done the 12, was it 12 uh, Lords of Leaping? Or is that, is that right? I don't know. I'm Jewish. I, we only get to eight days. So, um, let's see. We talked about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation suit that wrapped up at the beginning of June. Um, we discussed more about the stopping the coup. Um, uh, we uh, we had to stop the coup at That that I'm really I'm not pushing that one anymore. And I really, if you notice the beginning of the show, I'm not pushing go left and grow left anymore. It, it just doesn't seem. I, I think my efforts will be better spent doing other things than, than focusing on that. Um, yes. The butter email special. Yes. Um, Elizabeth, deep, Hey, Elizabeth, thank you for joining us. Appreciate you. Um, let's see. I just assumed you were going through menopause. <laughs> Maybe who knows? I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting up there. I have a 14 year old now that that's, that's something new. I now have a 14 year old he's going into high school next year. I'm not, I'm just like, Ugh, how did I get so old? And how did he get so old? Um, yeah, I've heard of deep fried. Deep fried butter is just basically butter wrapped in dough, deep fried. So basically it's just buttery on the inside and oily on the outside. It's probably really delicious. I don't think I've ever had it. I've had a deep fried Oreo before. And that's amazing. And it should. it's much better than it has any right to be. Um, lots of things that are deep fried. They had something. It was a... Uh, there was a, what was it? There was a hot dog wrapped by a pickle, by cornmeal. So it was like a corn dog, but had a pickle in the middle. And I saw this at some Mardi Gras stand or something. And I was doing Uber and Lyft that year. And, and I was like, that just sounds really interesting. And I want to try it. But by the time I was able to stop near it and go see if they had any, they didn't have any. So... Um, I love fried pickles in and of themselves, but I've had corn dogs. I just haven't had a corn dog with a pickle in it. So one of my bucket list things to do, I suppose. Um, kimchi. Sweet should not be deep fried. Get be behind me, Satan. I don't know. Um, churros. Churros are, are deep fried, and that's some deliciousness right there. Especially the churros at Disney World. Of course, it'll cost you an arm and a leg because Disney World is way too expensive right now. That's why we're going on cruises instead of going on going to Disney World. I mean, we did go to Disney World once this past year, and it was just so much money. Oh my God, it was so much money. It was ridiculous. Um, let's see. 
We discussed the Liberal Day and Radio multiverse one year or on, on, in June, basically discussing what it might be like in other universes. Like, you know, I, I was like, in, in this other universe, we would have Hillary Clinton might have won or what, it, what would have happened in this multiverse or this universe, that universe or whatever. So, um, Julie, I make corn dog batter jumbo shrimp with a chipotle. I will be right there, Julie. That sounds absolutely delicious. Oh, my God. And if you actually cook that in a – that sounds like it could be gluten-free, so it's something that my wife could probably have as well, as long as it's not a shared fryer. Um, in June, we also had a very special episode of Living as a Jewish Person. Um, I have continued to discuss things. It wasn't as long of a show as um, as my living life as a fat person. Um, that was – the last year, that was like last August or October, I think it might have been August. Um, that was one of my better shows as well. Um, but yeah, I just kind of went into, because I really, haven't really dealt personally with too much anti-Semitism, but like every time a, a menorah is vandalized, like there was an example of several menorahs that were vandalized as past Hanukkah, like it's an attack against all Jews, because it just makes us know that we're still not safe, that there are still people out there who want to kill us simply because we were born Jewish. I, you don't even have to be practicing. Like people say, well, you, you don't, you don't go to synagogue every day or every week. You don't, you don't practice Judaism. What are you afraid of? It's like, well, they don't care about that. They think I'm terrible regardless of whether or not I practice my religion or not. So we'll have to come out to the Pacific Northwest, run, 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 run all the way out there to get some deliciousness. Jeff Curry I have no idea what gluten is or trans fats, but I'm pretty sure like them. Yes, like I, I think we said this last week, maybe, or previous week, uh, John Panette's joke. Uh, I don't know what gluten is, um, but it's delicious. Uh, there are some gluten-free things that are really good. Uh, we've, we've managed to find them. As, as gluten-free lifestyles where people who have to be gluten-free as opposed to the people who are gluten-free by choice, um, as, these, as, as more and more people – are tested and find out that the gastrointestinal issues that they've been having have because they have a gluten intolerance that, or has they've somehow later in life revealed a gluten intolerance um, or allergy or whatever and have celiacs. Um, the more places that are out there, the more places that are, that are catering to people who are gluten free. It's still rough. It's still rough out there. I mean, the best time we had was in California. So many places were so good dealing with that. That was one of the things that's great about Disney is that Disney was mostly good about uh, dealing with my wife's gluten-free needs. So kimchi, if you hate Jews, you probably hate black people and Asians and native people staying far away from your zip code. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately though, there are, as I've discussed in other shows too, there are Jews that are racist against black people. And then there are also black people who are anti-Semitic as we've seen with Kanye West. Um, and I don't understand that because Jewish people and black people have constantly have a history of working together on these issues. And there's no reason to, um, for us to be fighting. We should be standing against white supremacy, standing against uh, those people who are bigots, who want to kill both of us. But for some reason, there are people out there who buy into the anti-Semitic drivel that is sent out there because a lot of the times, there are people who think that as long as there's somebody below them, 
that they're safe or that they're somehow that at least that gives them like, I might not be this high, but at least I'm better than them. And that's something that the people who are in the elite classes or, or who are in the ultra privileged classes love to take advantage of. So get the people below you fighting amongst each other. So therefore they don't pay any attention to the people up the ladder who are, you know, constantly throwing shit down at them. So, um, and of course, at the end of June, the end of June was when Roe versus Wade uh, was overturned. June twenty fourth, uh, my anniversary of my bar mitzvah. Um, so that was bar mitzvah, June twenty fourth, nineteen eighty nine, I believe. Yes, June twenty fourth, nineteen eighty nine. So I would have been bar mitzvah uh, twenty two and eleven, thirty three years prior. Jesus, Ugh. feel really old. Uh, <laughs> a ball of life you're on an hour for bed for a month you'll poop wafers and can set your clock by it <laughs> nice hey tv2 live thank you very much for joining i was going to join you but i got caught up listening to another uh another uh another stream from one of the people who shockingly enough was seemed to be somebody who was one of the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, simps who seemed to actually be speaking out against Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't watched all of it. Um, I hadn't watched all of it to see whether or not he actually is going to criticize Kyle or not. But that's one thing. When I called into the Hal Sparks show this afternoon, uh, one of the things that was just shocking was that, is that with Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter is how much conservative drivel I'm getting in my Twitter feeds now. I'm seeing so much garbage coming from conservatism. I had to flat out block that Nick Adams dude because his stuff is just was very ridiculous. It's like, I'm an alpha male and as an alpha male, I eat at Hooters and oh, barf. Just come on. Stop it. But I, like, there's no such thing as alpha men or whatever. It's ridiculous, but I like to use the um, the line from Game of Thrones when, uh, when uh, um, it, um Cersei's kid, Joffrey, um, goes to uh, Tywin Lannister and is like, I am king! And um, Tywin Lannister goes, no true king has to say I am king. So basically I say no true alpha male has to say that they are an alpha male. And that usually gets the uh, um, that's still uh, wait, Kimchi. You're 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 a young whippersnapper, still whip out on ears. Um, okay, <laughs> I don't feel it, <laughs> but thank you. Um, I didn't think you were you were older than me, Kimchi. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I guess I'm wrong. Um, oh well, King Street's Hooters suck. Yeah, there are definitely much better wings. Unfortunately, the best wings in New Orleans went away, and and they're never coming back. Um, never. And, and, and to the point where, like, they had a food truck, and, I, and it, it shut down, and I emailed them, and I was like, hey, would y'all be willing to, like, cater something if I wanted, like, you know, a couple hundred wings made with some sauce options? They were like, no, we're not doing that. I'm like, really? I want to give you money. Why won't you do that? But they didn't want to do it. So, oh, well. Um, I was trying to support a locally owned business, but it is. But, wait, sorry, that's not my line. That's, uh, there it is. It's Trump's line. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, Andrea, 55 tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's your birthday. Okay, well, 
Um, I mean, I guess relatively. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm nine years younger. Um, it is illegal to have bad food from a food truck. I mean, those wings were so good. Like, I've, I've talked to other people who were like, well, I was like, what were the best wings you ever had in the world? They were like, this food truck. We're like, yes. But they, they just went away, and I'm sad. So in reality, the only place I can go to to get somewhat at reasonable wings is like Buffalo Wild Wings, and that's telling you how the wings are in this city right now, is that Buffalo Wild Wings is my best option. Um, from the look of, I mean, your picture's rather small, but I don't believe you're 56, Jimji. You look too young to be 56. Let's see, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the July 6th cruise uh, I had, um, or July 7th post, I was going on a cruise for anniversary, so therefore I um, didn't do much of anything, any prep. So I had to pack for the cruise, then I came back from the cruise. Um, so it's looking more about abortion bans, like the Louisiana abortion ban and how ridiculous they are, including like the, the wording in some of these bans are like, like you have to lose permanently lose major function. So if you would temporarily lose major function or permanently lose minor function, you wouldn't be able to get an abortion. But if the doctor said and proved that you would going to permanently lose major function, then you can get an abortion. And it had to be like it's going to happen now. You couldn't do it preemptively. So that's why these one of the reasons why these laws are terrible. Of course. My view on abortion is it should be abortion on demand, no exceptions. Nobody is getting an, nobody is getting an abortion after 20 weeks unless they are um, unless they are uh, having a medical issue that requires them to do so. Everybody who who knows that they're pregnant and gestates beyond 20 weeks is somebody. Those people are people who want to give birth, who want to have a kid, who have to make the terrible choice to have a to terminate the pregnancy because. It is a risk to their life or their health. So, uh, I'm sorry, Patty Wack, with for the is it is what it is. Um, I do it more to mock Trump than any more than anything. So, the Kingy Streets. I could eat the hottest wings. My wife could eat even hotter ones. Wow. I can sometimes eat the really hot wings, but I, I choose kind of a middle of the road a lot of the times because I don't necessarily want to burn off my um, um, burn off my taste buds. I did enter a hot uh, a, a hot pepper eating contest. I think I won something. I didn't win the final prize though. Uh, that was the only one that came armed with like jugs of milk to be able to swallow after the fact to, to try and. Uh, um, whatchamacallit, uh, to try and counteract the spice. Uh, but there was some dude who was just devouring them so quickly, it was ridiculous. Um, in July, I also had a show, um, or I had a post. I was like, what, what would child you think equals success? I didn't have enough people respond to that, unfortunately. Um, <coughs> if you go to minicast.liberaldan.com, and you can leave a voice answer there, I want to know. I'll still do the show, but I need more people to respond. Or you can email me, liberaldanradio at gmail.com. What did child you think that you would have to do or be able to do, or what would you own to say that you were successful and not just like be rich? Like, um, like what type of house would you have? Like, would you, 
would you have to be able to go on certain vacations or did, would you have to have something in your home? You know, what, what would have made you successful? I only had about two or three responses. So I definitely want more people to, to um, more people to participate in that. So if you go to that link, uh, minicast.liberaldan.com, and you can leave a voice answer, voice message. Just let me know what child you thought would equal success. And if I get a couple more people uh, leaving messages about that, um, I would, I will, I will make my first uh, Liberal Day and Radio minicast in a while. And I intend to start doing that more often in the new year. I, I want to get on top of that. And I want to make more YouTube videos as well. Um, hopefully we'll get there. Um, Let's see, we discussed at the end of July uh, the rise and embrace of Christian nationalism. Uh, founder of Gab was anti-Semitic, said some anti-Semitic things. Um, MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, the openness of uh, Republicans embracing all forms of hyphenated nationalism. And just, uh, just it's terrible how much this bigotry and racism is, is growing in this country. Um, and it's scary, and, and it's probably something that we'll, we'll continue to talk about into the new year because it hasn't stopped, and it's going to continue to fester until something's done. Um, in August, um, we discussed my Grow Left project, but again, I'm not really pushing that much. Um, of course, we discussed um, Lock Him Up uh, we uh, discussed uh, the investigation into Donald Trump, the seized documents in Mar-a-Lago, and all the people, of course, that rushed to his defense. Um, I was planning on doing an, an MLM show that week, but I didn't do it. Um, then I talked about student loans and talking about the president announcements about student loans and forgiveness and discussing some of the arguments being made in support of and against uh, the student loan forgiveness, of course, um, one of my biggest arguments as to why the federal government should have the authority to over to to forgive the loans is that it doesn't if, as long as those loans are currently federally held, it does not take a single expenditure to forgive those loans. You just can say forgiven. Those the expenditure was already made when the federal government acquired those loans. You don't have to expend any more money. Wipe them away. It doesn't cost one more penny. You don't have to spend anything about that. Nothing. It costs you nothing. But of course, Biden's only doing ten thousand, uh, twenty thousand. If you had a Pell Grant, of course, I did have a Pell Grant, so I get twenty thousand. But that's nothing compared to my overall debt. So it really doesn't affect me much because I'll still pay the same amount of money once the loan payments resume. So it's not helping me, and I don't know what to do. I don't know how to. I, don't, I, I mean, I would, I would rather not get that and have somebody else get their loans paid off, you know, because it's not helping me and it could help someone else more. So I think there should be a better way to do it, a better formula to do it. But obviously I'm not going to say no, because I mean, I don't know how you would do it better, but there should be a better way to do it. Um, of course, August, we also had Hal again and, and just we Hal sparks was the name of the show because, um, the uh, the Young Turks and Anna Kasparian or whatever was talking about those Hal Spark types. So uh, I've been from that point on, I've been saying hello, fellow Hal Sparks types. Um, 
I think maybe that showed how they didn't come on because of some technical difficulties. Maybe that was when his toilet exploded, so we had him back on in September. <laughs> Did I only posted about one show in September? That's weird. I mean, yeah, sometimes I don't get to post the show because I, I do this. I, I plan the show so late I don't have the time to actually do the show thread on liberaldan.com. So winding up the year here. Uh, let's see. King of Straits, I don't think Chick-fil-A is that good either. It's pretty salty, and their waffle fries are lousy. Um, yes, I, uh, I, uh, I mean, I don't eat Chick-fil-A ever since I heard that they hate chicken. I don't even eat them for free. Like if somebody orders them for a party, I'm not eating them anyway because I'm not going to do that. So because um, I don't want to support their bigotry, their anti-gay uh, stance. And they're saying, well, it's not Chick-fil-A that's spending the money. I'm like, but yes, it is. It is Chick-fil-A that's sending, spending the money because you're, you're paying the money to Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is paying the owners. The owners are then – these are the same people – the same people who are trying to argue that it's – that Chick-fil-A – that giving the money to Chick-fil-A isn't, isn't funding anti-gay bigotry are the same people that will try and make the argument that, um, that, if, if, that if you're – that Planned Parenthood funds – given to Planned Parenthood for non-abortion services somehow pay for abortions. Like, you can't have it both ways, dude. You can't say that it's, it's, that it's fungible, that the funds are fungible in one way, but they're not fungible the other way. It's ridiculous. Um, Julie Smith said, I've never had Chick-fil-A. You've not missed out on anything. They're not, they're not good. Uh, not good at all. Do, 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 do. Let's scroll down to get to the last page of the shows. Uh, talk about corruption in Florida. Um, we had murder and corruption in Florida. Um, let's see. Let's copy that link address. We had Sandy Modell who talked about the murder of his son um, by an individual that has yet to be charged with a crime and all of the um, all of the issues pertaining to that. That is a link to his book. Um, you should go ahead and buy it if you want to, uh, A, support the show, and B, um, find out more about that information. Actually, you can also go into the, the, the episode on October 26th to learn more about that show uh, and that, that episode. And, and, you know, I basically I, – I did read the entire book before uh, the show because it was very – I mean, it wasn't the best written book, but it had a lot of information in the book that just had me keep reading it because I was like, I, I almost couldn't believe that it was happening, especially to a white guy. <laughs> so of course we had the uh, pre-election show and post-election show where everybody was talking about the uh, red wave and the red tsunami, but we had the blue levy, the blue levy held up. The blue levy made sure to keep it, made sure that the Republicans did not take over uh, the entire of Congress. We actually gained a seat in the, in the Senate uh, the Republicans did gain a minor lead in the House, but nothing compared to what they were expected to have taken. And lots of eggs on lots of faces. And, and the reason why is because they keep backing Trump. And more and more of the country really just don't like him. And, don't, and his candidates in swing areas did terribly. Now, his candidates in non-swing areas, well, that's another issue. Um, you know, he backed a lot of people in safe seats. And I think that's part of, you know, potentially 
what he might want to do if he sees the running on the wall and doesn't think that he can win the GOP nomination. If the, if the Republicans want to go with DeSantis, um, it's very well possible that Trump could try and win and win as a third party candidate, being the first one doing that in a very long time, or maybe even ever, first one to get an ele- even electoral vote in a very long time is a possibility, but he'd have to do it very carefully or else they would just hand the election to Biden or whoever the Democratic candidate would be. Um, but I do have a video planned on that at some point. I'd like to make it some point soon. Um, we will see. Um, let's see. Donald Trump, of course, announces his run. Um, I announced my turkey of the year, um, of course, in the Thanksgiving ep- the pre-Thanksgiving episode. Uh, people, other people discuss their turkeys in the year in the chat as well. Um, December, we finally got uh, 51. You know, we finally got uh, the win. Um, uh, Walker lost to uh, that election, which, of course, he should have. It should have been not as close as it was. But there's a lot of deplorables in Georgia who were just going to back Trump's person because it was Trump's person. Uh, we, of course, had Philip Bittner on the show a couple weeks back. Um, it was uh, 20 days ago, actually. So it was a few Thursdays ago. Um, that was a great show, and I did that thankfully because of Hal and uh, Hal wanting to uh, Phil gets his message spread about what's going on in Ukraine. So I was happy to do that uh, for him, for the people in Ukraine, and just for the show because anytime that Philip Bittner gets a chance to share his information and knowledge about the region is a good day for the people hearing his information about the knowledge in the region. He should have a much wider uh, reach, and hopefully we can all make that happen. Um, uh, We were going to have Devontae Lewis on um, after the 14th, uh, on on the 14th. Unfortunately, he got busy. He wasn't able to do it. He will be on at some point next year. I'm looking forward to that. He is the person who I picked. I wanted him to win. We're going to discuss a little bit about the Louisiana Democratic Party and how terrible uh, they have been. The person who's running the party supports Republicans openly, um, and it's it's ridiculous. That person has no business being in power in the Louisiana Democratic Party. Um, let's see. Then last week we had Joseph Gibson, and then we have today. And that's basically the Liberal Day Radio year in review. Um, let's see. Did it go to college, became a United Literature I'm all for student loan forgiveness. Absolutely. Uh, student loan forgiveness is something that's needed. It, it would have a very stimulative effect on the economy. Everything that's forgiven, instead of going back to the government, will go to the people who, you know, they, those people will spend the money and it will have a stimulative effect. It'll, it'll cause all, lots of ships to rise, so to speak. Um, Julie, my teen, is part of the LGBTQ community and has a list of companies we never buy anything from. That's awesome. Um... Let's see. Jeff, your name always makes me hungry. <laughs> yeah, we have a curry and a kimchi in chat. We need more food in the chat, right? Um, Real Bill P. I hardly ever eat out. Sorry for your wife. Hey-o! Um, sorry. Uh, my doctors are afraid improperly cooked food will make me sick. After chemo, I dodged a really bad time. My wife makes everything. Um, let's see. Waffles with a fried egg on top, another peanut butter and syrup. Uh, let's see, King of Shoots, I'm 57, one-third of what I did when I was in my 20s. That's a lot less food. I probably need to stop eating as much food as I do, but, you know, it is what it is. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not letting Trump have the word this time, I guess. Um, 
I've got a bunny with uh, with Korean wife that makes kimchi old style. He hates it. I love it. I would probably love to try that. Um, kimchi says, well, he says, you don't have to sleep with her. That's coming out of her pores. There's a funny story about that. Um, there was this place. The restaurant was actually called Gimchi with a G, G-I-M-C-H-I. And I had some food from them. They're, not, they're no longer open anymore here in the New Orleans area. But I used to come in through the garage. And I ate there with some friends of mine. And then when I came home, my wife said that she could smell me from the garage. That's how much everything was emanating out of me. Two days later, I'm smelling something. I'm like, what does that smell? And she's like, it's you. You're the one who smells. You still smell two days later of that food. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Um, see, Elizabeth, that would be some wonderful Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack bring indictments and make them stick. Yes, absolutely. I'm hoping that 2023 is the year that the indictments of Donald Trump finally come from the Justice Department. I understand the need to cross every T and dot every I to make sure that you're setting up the perfect case, make sure that everything is set up properly so that you can tackle it so you can like you've done with the proud boys like you will be doing with uh oath keepers or whatever or maybe they did it with the oath keepers now they're doing it with the proud boys um but there are people who are getting very very antsy and it needs to happen soon there's there's we need to uh, hopefully now that the january 6th committee has come out with uh their full report <coughs> hopefully they can get more information into the hands of the Justice Department, they can corroborate all the information and work together. Excuse me. <coughs> Damn. And finally get these charges. And just a couple to start with. You can add charges later if you need to. No reason where you don't have, you can just say, okay, we're going to charge you with this now, and then there might be more to come later. Simple as that. So... Let's see, how come nobody asked why at least Stefanik's name was ripped up in Trump's toilet? Who knows? Um, anyway, yeah, so hopefully we'll see that in 2023. Um, hopefully we'll see Russia lose finally in 2023. Um, hopefully a lot of better things will happen. Of course, we have to deal with a Republican con with a Republican House, which will give me a lot more information, a lot more a lot more material to, to deal with, but I would rather have less material with a liberal house than have more material with a Republican House. But it is what it is. Sorry. Sorry, Donald, I'm running all over your lines now. So um anywho. See, has anyone ever eaten ramps that went to the West Virginia Ramp Festival? Family said it's a sweating ramp juice. I don't know what a ramp is. What is a ramp? I don't know what a ramp is, other than something that you roll something up. I mean, I've been to West Virginia. Um, I, I might have heard because Evie, Evie Winters, uh, one of my guests, was is from West Virginia, and she may have. Um, she may have been talking about them, but she may have been talking about something else. Um, ramps, wild leek, wild onion. Was it the vegetable? Wild onion. There we go. I don't think I've ever had a ramp. I, probably, I might like it. Who knows? Um, 
I'm more than happy to try. That's just put it that way. I'll eat anything once. So <laughs> anyway, um, my throat is starting to go downhill, much like the Tesla stock. So I think at this point, I'm going to probably wind up the show. And now, then I have to go run over to my mother-in-law's house, get her TV, put her TV in the dining room on the dining room table so that she has some place to watch because that's the room that she's staying in while she's staying with us um, because we're taking care of her because she's awesome and we love her. So, um, do, do, do. so let's go ahead. Let me find the clip to end the show. Do want to wish everybody who watches either now or afterwards, uh, everybody have a happy new year. I hope you get everything that you want. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll have a video coming out in the next day or two or before New Year's Eve. Um, if I don't, um, I will be streaming tomorrow on Twitch, twitch.tv slash nerdydame.com, if you would like to join me there as well. I may be shoving a couple of extra Twitch live streams um, in when I can, simply because of the fact that I um, am going on a cruise from January 8th to the 15th. So I need to make sure to have my number of live streams consistent so that I keep my affiliate status on Twitch. So there may be a couple of times where I do some live streaming um, in addition to Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, Kim Chi, thank you very much. I appreciate you. Y'all are great with all of your uh, kind words. Again, I really love y'all. Y'all have made the show a, a much more fun thing to do, something that I, I look forward to every week, simply because I get to hang out with y'all. If I, do, if I don't see you at a, on a Twitch live stream before the end of the year, a happy new year to everybody. Have a happy, healthy, and safe new year. Don't drink and drive. Um, you know, make sure that you uh, take care of yourselves. And I will, if I don't see you at a live stream on Twitch, I'll see you next year with more Liberal Day and Radio. Off from the left, that's right. <laughs>